Welcome to the Show Up Fitness Podcast, where great personal trainers are made. We are changing the fitness industry one qualified trainer at a time with our in-person and online personal training certification. If you want to become an elite personal trainer, head on over to showupfitness.com. Also, make sure to check out my book, How to Become a Successful Personal Trainer. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Have a great day and keep showing up. Howdy, everybody, and welcome back to the Show Up Fitness Podcast. Today's episode number 21. Excited to help you further that mind by talking today on the five best books that trainers should read outside of strength and conditioning and nutrition, obviously. Before we do that, we're going to talk a little bit about a program for a 65-year-old client. This is a client I've been working with for well over two months now, and she has some shoulder issues, also some headaches that are pretty consistent, and I want you to really listen to this because, oh boy, this is the best program in the world because I charge over $200 per hour, and let me know what you think. So we will come in, we warm up, I'll do some neurodynamics with her on her thumb and also in her infraspinatus, all things that we teach you, part of the level four, really excited to launch that and get show up in the CPTs into level four with fitness professionals, professors like Dr. Chad Waterbury, Luke Worthington, they will help teach these classes, really leveling up the industry to be elite trainers, the only way you can get into level four is if you have your show up in a CPT. And so we did some unique little calming of the nervous system, drills with her, and then we did some balance stuff, and then we got into the workout. First circuit, CCA, we did a reverse lunge and the push-ups and the planks. Add weight on the reverse lunge, modify the push-ups by lifting a leg or lowering the bar because I'll do it uh, inside the squat rack. And then planks, sometimes I will have some cones where they can touch, different colors, each time making it unique. I'm not just sitting there counting the 30 seconds or looking on Instagram, screwing around. I'm getting involved as the trainer. Second circuit, I did bench press into Aussies or inverted rows and some side planks. So for the Aussies, I would just take the bench away. So we did one set of bench press with the bar. And then we did the Aussies next for 10. And then for the last CCA, we did some goblets into a ball press into some farmer's carries. Sometimes I will put the transitional as an accessory. So even though it's technically a core movement pattern for this last one, I did a squat pattern into a power push. So it was a six pound ball. She threw it at me as hard as she could for 10 reps. This helps with prevention of sarcopenia and dynopenia two terms that we should be aware of. One is the loss of muscle mass due to the age, that's sarcopenia, and then we have dynapenia, where the prefix dyna means power. So the ability of the nervous system to recruit those larger threshold motor units is not that able. And so that is a $200 workout. You're probably thinking, are you kidding me? Keep it simple, shithead. That's what KISS stands for. Our clients show up because they know they're safe and they know they're going to get results. We do 80 to 90% of the same exercises every time the client comes in, but we're involved, we're engaged. I stimulate their minds with great questions, learning about them, but making sure I deliver what they want. And this client came in and her goal was to help her shoulder injury and also to make weight training part of her lifestyle. 
And so we set very clear expectations that we're going to squat, hinge, unilateral, push, pull. We're going to jump and we're going to do things that are appropriate for your body in a safe way. So there's your program for a 65-year-old client who's looking to get stronger and has some shoulder pain. If you're not too familiar with neurodynamics or certain types of points throughout the body that are going to be more tonic, those are all things that we're going to address part of the level four, really in-depth anatomy. Shoot us a DM if you are interested. As I said, we're going to keep it to a small group of people for the first round. One of the great things about the podcast is we don't have to just put out more of the old content. So September 1st, it's a new month. We are two-thirds of the way through the year. 2023 is a beautiful year, but we still have a third left. That means we still have a third of the year left to kick some ass by setting realistic goals Listen to our SWIFT analysis call. Review your strengths, your weaknesses, things you can improve. Implement for the remaining four months. What are some innovative strategies that you can put in now so you can create those streams of revenue that we highly, highly suggest all trainers to have, that 60-30-10 split? What are your fears? What's holding you back? And the last one for the T, threats, your trajectory. Where do you want to be by the end of the year? That's what happens when you are proactive. And I'm a big believer that a lot of trainers don't make it. Or maybe it's just people in general don't make it because we're not feeding the brain. Exercise is great for the body. Meditation is good for your soul. Giving back is great for your soul. But what are we doing to improve our brain? How many books have you read in the last year? They say the average adult reads less than five books in a year. That's pathetic. Think about if you were to talk to a a kid in junior high, how many books have you read in school? And if you were to say one or two, you'd be like, "Uh uh-oh, that kid's not that smart. Why don't we read more? We have excuses like I don't have time or you'll get those people that love audiobooks. Nothing against audiobooks. But if you're not reading a physical book per month, you are a victim of your own circumstances because you have the power to do whatever the fuck you want to, but you're choosing to be inferior. You're choosing to stick in your comfort zone. I'm busy. You're busy. Everyone is busy. But a common denominator you're going to hear from the most successful people is they're reading regularly. If you take a 300-page book, It's 10 pages per day. Even if you are slow as shit at reading, if you have a a disorder, the people like to use it, I have dyslexia, I have whatever it is. Okay, put that out there. Give yourself twice as long. You can still do it. 10 pages, two minutes per page, that's 20 minutes. I guarantee you're wasting so much time looking at weirdos on social media, ex-boyfriends, girlfriends, going down rabbit holes on YouTube that do absolutely nothing for your brain and your intelligence. I challenge you to level up one page in the morning, two pages at lunch, two pages during a break, three pages over here. When you get into your car, read one extra page. When you're taking a big number two, bring a book in there, read a page. Oh, it's disgusting. People are on their phones all the damn time. They're bringing their phones into the shitter. It's not weird. Bring a book into the bathroom. Read a couple pages before bed. 10 pages will go to 20, 20 to 30, 30 to 50. And before you know it, you're going to be ravenous when it comes to reading. 
and your brain is going to grow. Your mindset is going to change. You're going to get promotions. You're going to be around the people you want to be around because you are improving. That's what happens when you read more. It's so important to further your mind as we do with our bodies. On April 25th, 2018, I'll never forget that day because I was given a 100,000 citation from our competitor. I talk about that in our first podcast. I didn't cry myself to sleep. I didn't shit my pants, throw everything to the gods and say, why me? It's not fair. I took responsibility and did what I could. I worked out harder than I've ever worked out in my life, and I read more books because feeling sorry for myself wouldn't do shit. I needed to find out and learn from those who've been put in those situations. I read more about General Grant and other great military minds. I read philosophy. I read business books, autobiographies, whatever I could get my hands on. I focused my attention, and I read as much as I possibly could. That's what you need to do. If you're in a difficult situation, if you're at a fork in the road, maybe life isn't going the way you want it to. Maybe you got dumped by a significant other or you got fired or you have a new job. You need to take responsibility for your actions and you need to show up. I'm going to start by giving you five books. Once you complete those five books, get into our book club every Wednesday. Shoot me a DM on Instagram and start reading more. I love the story of Helen Ann. She's one of our leaders for the book club. And when she first started out, she had that victim mentality. Oh, Chris, I don't like to read. I've never been a big reader. Excuse, excuse, excuse. But guess what? She started reading one page, five pages, 10 pages. And now she's doing something she never thought was possible. She's reading three books at one time. She's able to go from one book Next hour, she's reading another book. Next hour, she's reading another one because she loves to read. That's where you will be. Think of it like working out. Our clients are a bunch of overweight, sedentary individuals who do not like exercising. So when they show up to a trainer, we have muscles popping out of our back and our necks and we're just a bunch of weirdos drinking water. We love this stuff. Our clients will get there, but we're telling them at the moment that It's just amazing. This is something that you're going to love, but they hate it. And that's how you are right now with reading. You have a victim mentality and you're thinking, well, I have excuse A, B, C, and D, and you don't do it. You are going to get to a point where you're reading more. And if you put that into your swift analysis, I guarantee you when you're doing a book a week, you're going to be so much closer to reaching your goals and significantly happier. So the first book that I'm going to suggest, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Carnegie has a lot of great books, but this is where you need to begin because our career is knowing people, understanding people. In my book, I talk about the trade skills are needed, the business skills are needed, and the people skills. This is what's going to help you better understand the person across from you. Because that scenario I just gave you with you loving exercise, but your clients hate it. I love reading, but you don't. I can't just tell you to start doing it. It's like someone's drowning in the ocean. They go, hey, dipshit, just swim. What is that going to do for them? Nothing. We need to be more empathetic for the person in front of us, but better understand how to communicate to get them to move the needle one more inch, one more day, one more week, show up more so they can learn to love this like we do. Must read, definitely check out that book. Number two, Shoe Dog. The reason I suggest this one is because this is a biography on Phil Knight, the owner of Nike and his story, because he is one relentless mofo. He got after it. 
He didn't use his victim mentality like so many of us use. He had a dream. He had a vision. He did it in college when he was at Stanford. He had this crazy idea, start this shoe company. And he did it. When everyone told him, you should stick to your comfort zone. Do things that everyone else is doing. We've probably been told that training is not a career. It's a hobby. You get more certifications and what does that do? Nothing. You're just sitting there trying to build a book of business, but you can't. It's because you've gone down the wrong path and you're learning from people who failed. The industry is full of a bunch of trainers who do not know how to train. They understand their body. Qualified show up fitness CPTs understand the human body. And as I just heard today, I'll give you a big shout out, T. He's a trainer at Equinox in Houston. He reached the one-year mark. 90% of textbook trainers quit within the first year. It's because they don't have the foundation and they're not taught by fitness professionals and that's what we provide for you. So when you read Shoe Dog, you're going to be hearing a story about someone who overcame the odds and followed his passion. Number three, E-Myth, and that's by Michael Gerber. This might be the best book to read out of these five, but this isn't like one to five, one's the best, fifth is the worst. I would say that they're all equally important, but if you want to get into the business savviness and how to start a business, E-Myth is a must read. I interviewed Brett Contreras for my book. He suggested it. Numerous other trainers suggest to read this. Highly, highly suggest to read E-Myth. Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. This is a mindset book as is like Mindset by Carol Dweck or anything by David Goggins. It's going to get you fired up to hear people's journey on how they failed and where you're not going to make the same mistakes as they did. So extreme ownership really puts on your big boy and big girl panties and pants on because at the end of the day, you own the future. It's up to your actions. It's up to you showing up. You need to have extreme ownership. And last but not least, Conscious Coaching, and that's by Brett Bartholomew. This is the book of the month right now for Show Up Fitness. We're in September 2023. We've just finished the first chapter. Next week, by Wednesday, we should have three done, completed and read. And we have weekly calls where we discuss the things that we like. And Brett is a mastermind when it comes to communication. And something that he talks about in his first few chapters is buy-in. How do you get that buy-in? You could have your CSCS and all these certifications, and maybe you were an athlete yourself. But if you cannot relate to people, if you can't get the athlete to buy into your program, you're not going to succeed. So a lot of these kind of go hand in hand from how to win friends and influence people, conscious coaching, shoe dog, e-myth, extreme ownership. They go and they follow the same path. You need to show up regularly. You need to have a positive mindset. You need to understand people. Learn how to communicate with the person who you are in front of. What do they want, as Chad Waterbury says? He's helping us, as I mentioned earlier, with our level four. It's going to be the best out there in the industry. I'm a little biased, I know, because I'm the belt buckle trainer, and I'm helping create this. We're changing the industry one qualified trainer at a time. But when him and I were reviewing the outline for it, that's the most important thing during the assessment. You have to ask the person, what do you want? Whether if you're working with a 10-year-old or the 65-year-old who I mentioned earlier, or an athlete, or maybe a team, or maybe you're consulting for a wellness team or a medical facility, you need to ask, what do you want? I'm about to hop on a call right now and consult with a group of ladies that 
want some help with their business and continue education? That's the first question I'm going to ask them. What do you guys want today? Because I could start going off on the size principle and the fundamentals of movement and here are the 17 muscles of the shoulder, but they don't give a shit. I need to relate to them. I'm a dude. They're a bunch of hunkettes. If I just start spouting off and being cocky, I'm going to lose their interest. I need to start off by letting them know that I'm the professional and I can help them. I'm going to smile. I'm going to be there early on time. I'm going to show them my belt buckle, make some jokes, but I'm going to say, what do you want? Because this is for you. I want you to take away something from this. And that's exactly what I'm going to do, but I need to know what. There are your five books that you should be reading. I challenge you to get into your story, post a quote that you like that you are currently reading, do something weird like I do. I like to read a couple pages when I get gas or I'll do a deep squat outside of my house, sit there on the grass, whatever it is. Any moment to be alive is an opportunity to better yourself. So why not read and fill your brain with quality ideas versus some bullshit on Instagram? Don't be a cog in the system. Become better by reading more books. Always be learning. Always be helping. And you will become a successful personal trainer. Now we're going to get into the question of the day, which is from Ivan. And Ivan asked, how much should I charge for my online program? And guess what, Ivan? It depends. Because if you're going to work with someone like Dr. Waterbury, he probably charges a couple thousand dollars a month. If you're going to work with me, I charge $500. If you're going to work with an influencer who has a million followers, maybe she charges a thousand. It depends on your market and who's interested. Is your product worth something? That answer is 100% yes. So don't give it away for free. Don't post, I'm looking for three people to do my program for free. A better choice of words would be, For the month of September, my online programming is discounted 30%. DM me to schedule your complimentary call to see which plan works best for you. And then you need to post on it regularly, not just once a week. It needs to constantly be in your story. And then when people are doing the program, you can incentivize them by posting. If you were to post this exercise and tag me, you tag them back and they can get another 30% off. So you need to get the people who are doing your program to work with you so you get more exposure. And that's the term ubiquity, my favorite word in the world, which means everywhere. Think of the Nike swoosh. You see that, it is everywhere. You automatically associate that symbol with the Nike brand. So when people in your community think of nutrition and fitness, they need to think of you. So constantly be posting in your story, be showing up, posting positive messages, being disciplined, working out, because people are going to look at that and say, wow, I want to be like that trainer. And then get them on a call. Don't do it on the phone. Do a FaceTime. Set up a time when no one's around and it's quiet. And then you ask questions. What do you want? How can I help you? Where are you struggling? And then you are able to provide a plan that best fits their budget. So you ask them, what's in your budget? I was thinking $25. Well, great. I have a $25 glute plan that you can do. If someone wants bigger arms, give them an arm program. But my more detailed one-on-one is going to be $500, and this is what it includes, A, B, C, and D. So it's really challenging to give someone a number because it's what you provide. Do your market research. Look at people in your area. How much are they charging? People with a similar amount of followers. And then price yourself within that range. And that's going to be my best advice for you. 
And my last question comes from a talk that I was giving today to a group of young ladies at the CWC, and that's a student who finished our program in person. She got certified with Show Up Fitness, has one of the very common stories, got NASM certified, didn't do shit for her, and so she wanted to take that step and become more elite. She went through Show Up Fitness, and now I'm helping her group of trainers that she's working with. So it's a really cool you know, coming full circle. And today, one of the girls asked about what is one of the best books to read on programming? As always, it depends. Where are you at? What do you understand? Do you understand anatomy? Can you tell me the 17 muscles around the shoulder, 20 muscles of the lower body, muscles of the quads, hamstrings, adductors? Can you have a basic understanding of the planes of motion, sagittal, frontal, transverse? The anatomical aspect of movement. So with your patterns, do you know the agonist and synergist? If you don't understand the anatomy behind programming, that's where you need to start. Just like you wouldn't start getting in learning about division or multiplication without knowing 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, and then addition and subtraction. So start with the basics. And there's some great books that are out there like Starting Strength and uh, Brett Contreras has some stuff, Nick Tumaleno, but those are all very, very advanced and they're teaching trainers who've been in the industry for a long time. So if you've not sat in on our calls on Wednesday with Katie, she will help you learn the basics of training. So we start with the fundamentals of programming, which is going to be individuality. It's going to be progressive overload, specificity, variation, and then the stress. And so general adaptation syndrome is one of the principles that we teach in class. I will have a podcast breaking that down with Dr. Hans Seeley. We'll review overload, Milo, and specificity and individuality. But that's really what the purpose of that call is with Katie. She's going to help you better understand movement patterns and how to put it in within the CCA of show fitness. So whether if your client's going to be training for 25 or 30 minutes, an hour online, in person, you will be able to understand how to program for all bodies because trainers who get their show up in a CPT, they understand the human body. The average trainer understands their body. You will learn how to program three days a week, four days a week, five, six plus. Also split routines, straight sets, supersets, circuits, everything in between. How do you design a program for a week? a month, and continue the process to help your clients get results. So that's where you should start when it comes to learning more about programming. Shoot us a DM on Instagram, and we'll give you a link. You can get into the call with Katie, 12 o'clock on Wednesdays, California time, and they're also recorded. One of the many benefits of doing the show fitness online is you get to ask questions, but they're also recorded within the app. Thank you guys for listening to this, and ladies, Make sure to leave us five stars. And remember, my biceps are bigger than yours, so keep showing up.